0: Hello.
1: Welcome to the School Bridge Podcast. I'm Piers. I'm Maggie.
0: And today we've got episode nine. We're talking about back to school night.
1: Back to school night. I actually used to hate back to school night.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: I get so nervous talking in front of adults.
0: Same. It's like I can talk to kids, no problem. But then when you get a whole bunch of adults in the room, for whatever reason, like right before when I walk into back to school night, I'm nervous.
1: Totally. Like, crazy recess, not a problem. Talking to the whole middle school in the auditorium, piece of cake.
0: Yeah. Teaching after lunch, no big deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but 20 adults in the room, that's a totally different story.
0: Right. 6 p.m., 7 p.m. at night, yeah. adults in the room, and I have to be my professional self in front of other adults. it just doesn't work
1: no and you're tired because you've taught all day too
0: right but that was the past now I kind of look forward to back to school night
1: I honestly do in the last couple years I've I think I've kind of shifted the way I think about it a little bit and maybe coming out of COVID and not being able to see people has helped me shift that mindset but I do sort of look forward to back to school night now
0: yeah zoom back to school night was super lame
1: Oh, that was hard. I Oh, man. I, like, pushed that back in my brain. I forgot about it. Right.
0: And then, like, back to school night, first year with masks. But now, back to normal. Parents in the room. Yeah. Masks are highly encouraged, but...
1: <laughs> but optional.
0: But optional. For us, at least. And, yeah, now I look forward to back to school night. And, you know, it's nice to see the families. You've gotten to know the kids. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a good... It's It's just a good way to connect with the parents.
1: I think that's why I like it. That's, like, my why for back to school night is... I feel like that's really where you establish that relationship for the school year because it is a year-long relationship and you are going to have different pieces of communication. You might need to do some problem solving together (laughs) as the year goes. And yeah, I've sent like a welcome email, but that's the first time where I get to shake someone's hand and look them in the eye and get to know them as a human. And it's really nice to establish that like friendly relationship.
0: Yeah. They get to see the classroom. They sit in the seats. They yeah. see all the work that the kids have done. And it is kind of weird being on. And you only have to be on for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But I think the parents look forward to it. And that's what makes me like it now, is I understand why the parents are going. I understand really what my role is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just to make sure you establish that strong point of contact with the parents.
1: Yeah. And speaking of parents, since that's obviously the audience, um, I feel like I've learned a lot in recent years. I've had... the the privilege of teaching some kids of my colleagues. And so you get to talk to them as fellow teachers, but also parents. And I, I feel like you get a little bit of inside information. And one of the things that they said as a parent that they like most about back to school night is just getting to know the teachers as, yes, as teachers, but also as people. Like who is this human being that spends so much time with my child?
0: Right. They want to be able to put, you know, a face to a name. Mm-hmm. They get in the car, they hear about Mr. and Mrs. Blythe. <laughs> okay, this is actually, you know, who this is the person who is teaching my child every day.
1: Yeah. And like get to know your style and see, you know, uh, what type of, I don't know, just what type of speaker are you? Are you sort of warm and quiet and do you do a lot of collaboration do you really command the room are you a big personality Are you, you know and i think they just really like to see genuinely who is that person in the room
0: I always like to see where the parents sit too, to see if they're exactly like their kids. <laughs> Me too. Right, like, oh, you're a front row parent, oh, I know exactly what kid you have. Not only do you look exactly like they do, <laughs> but you're right up front, you've got the journal out, you're taking notes. And then you see like the cool people in the back, just uh-huh. like, ah, oh, I'm too cool for back to school night, I'm just chilling, or I'm trying to be invisible, like I'm super <laughs> introverted. There's so many people here, I've never been around this many people they're just like the kids
1: that's so true i have flexible uh furniture flexible seating in my room and one of the choices is some bean bags and i'm always curious to see which parents will choose the bean bags because it's pretty rare right kids always want the bean bags but for adults to actually get down on the ground and then get back up at the end of the session with me um i'm always curious to see i only have a couple each year but those are always the fun ones that's
0: interesting yeah all right so that's a bit of you know warm up about back to school night Let's get into the episode. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna start with why it matters and really what do parents want out of back to school night? Mm -hmm. So go for it.
1: I think for me why it matters is, like we were hinting at earlier, but just to establish that positive, strong relationship. To me that's the point of back to school night because even if you have older kids, it is a true team and a true partnership all year long. And I always think of that phrase, it takes a village. And I think it's true. And I know, you know, we're more separated now than we used to be physically. Kids are busy, blah, blah, blah. But we're still all part of that village. And we still are helping to care for this child for the year. And so by building that relationship early and establishing just that positive connection, to me, that's my why for back to school night. That's why I like it. And that's why I care about doing a good job.
0: Right. Right parents and teachers they're on the same team
1: exactly they're all
0: on team kid and the back to school night first meeting allows you to look them in the eye shake their hand and say hey i got you i know your kid is the most precious thing in the world to you and i'm going to do everything i can to not only be a good teacher to them but to be a good person to them too
1: that's exactly it yeah i love that
0: right and i mean you know it's earlier in the year you probably sent a couple emails to parents Mm -hmm. and you know it's nice to see like hey i emailed you last week and you emailed back (laughs) you know good to see you good to see you in the flesh
1: yeah good to finally meet you you know you
0: know that makes me think the other real big purpose of back to school night is just establishing your norms as a teacher your communication style what the expectations are around how to contact you and when you can say it to a person face to face in the room I think it just makes it that much stronger than just sending out a syllabus or sending out that first email saying, I'm only gonna check my email you know, before 7 p.m. Right. They, can, they see you there, they know it's late at night and you're presenting in front of them. They see the human side of being a teacher.
1: Exactly, it's hard when you send something in an email, first of all, you don't know if they're gonna read it. Right. And second, we know that there's no tone, there's no feeling, there's no personality with that type of communication. And so that's exactly why Another reason I like back to school night is because you can put the person behind that. You can set really clear norms. This was actually another thing that a parent teacher shared with me that they're like, I don't care what the norms are. Just tell me, you know, so right. that we're on the same page. If you have a 24 hour turnaround, just say it.
0: Yeah. Just you know, say they're professionals in the room. I mean, they're probably coming from work too or they've just been home, they've just made dinner and now they're here. Yeah. They see you as a professional in your professional atmosphere in the classroom.
1: Yeah, so I think that's really what parents want. They want to get to know you. They want to kind of see your style as a teacher and just be normed with you on kind of how the year is going to go and how you're going to communicate.
0: I think when I was first doing back to school nights too as a, as a new teacher, I felt like I had to kind of dress up my professionalism and I was a little bit more rigid and a little bit more tight. Now I feel like I can actually be most of my authentic self, my authentic teacher self when the parents are in the room because I'm a little bit older now and I'm a little bit closer to their age and it's nice for them to see me who I actually am yeah. as opposed to this you know, younger teacher, you know, forward professional act that you try and put
1: on and for them. Right, I think it's important to just be yourself, right? Whatever year you are in teaching to just bring your true self. Like you do uh, younger generation slang. Oh yeah. I think that's so fun and that's super your style. And so I think then they, not only is that like kind of a good little like, I don't know, it's just fun, but it also helps them see your style. You're not saying, hey, this is my style. You're showing them what your style is. Right, I
0: I love starting with the warm up for back to school night. I mean, it's only a 10 minute block, but you spend a few minutes on hey, what's no cap mean? Or (laughs) if you're the main character, what does that mean? Or hype. Hype's the new one I got built in. Kids are all saying, oh, it's going to be hype. Yeah. You know, do the parents know what it means? Right. For the ones who do know, you know, give them a chance to flex a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think that might start to segue into our do's. We basically were brainstorming just a list of do's and don'ts for back to school night. And that could be one of the do's is really just bring your personality, bring your true self and put your own style into it.
0: Right. I think... Parents get excited for back to school night. They get kind of dressed up. You know, it's later in the evening. It's a little bit of an event. They've ditched their kids at home. And, (laughs) you know, they want... It's not that they want to see a show, but they want to be entertained.
1: Yeah, they do. And I think that that's valid. And I think one of my dues is to give an overview of your curriculum. I'll save the don't, but like we don't need a ton of specifics. It's really big picture, thematic... You know, a very broad speaking um, overview of the curriculum for the year.
0: I would say, yeah, the worst thing you can do on back to school night is get really dry with every single unit that you're going to teach. Yeah. You know, they just want to know the highlights. They want to know the key themes that you're going to teach. They want to know the main things that they need to look for as parents. But they, you don't need to spell out all 10 of your units for them.
1: Right. Right. Another thing I really like to do is... Gather data. So that sounds really like nerdy, but I just like to have a questionnaire of some sort. I actually, I usually keep it to two questions. I do, is there anything you'd like me to know about your child? And is there anything from past years of school that you wish had gone differently? And those two questions give you so much information. Parents will really put it out there. And I usually have it printed on a half sheet. And then I also have a QR code and they can pick whatever one they want. But I get excellent information from that.
0: Yeah, the QR code that opens up to a Google form, yeah. especially the question where, what do you want me to know about your kid? Mm-hmm. And they get that private chance to you know really spill the details about what they're hoping for and what they really want you to know about their kid that the kid hasn't expressed themselves. Right. I think that, like you said, that's super powerful data. And it helps you, the next time you see the kid at school, know really what the parents are hoping for with your relationship with that child.
1: Totally. And then, you know, whenever you do need to reach out, because you will at some point, I always look at those first. I'm like, was that parent at back to school night and what did they say? Because that can be really helpful in framing the conversation or just shifting the way I'm think- I might be thinking about something.
0: You know, something I stole from you too is asking the kids before back to school night, what do you wish your parents knew about you mm-hmm. as an elementary student or as a middle schooler or as a high schooler, you record all of their answers on what they wish their parents knew about them and then you share that at back to school night And it just kind of helps bridge that gap between what the parents want and what the kids want and what your job is as a teacher to facilitate the learning and the communication between all those parties.
1: Totally. And I don't put names with it. I just say, you know, hey, I asked your kiddos what they wish their parents knew about them or what um, uh, sometimes I'll do like what advice would you give a parent on how to help a fifth grader, a seventh grader, whatever. And then I'll just put the highlights in a slideshow. And that's really cool because, again, it's things that I think kids wouldn't actually say to their parents. And it, it does kind of have that, I don't know, a little bit of J factor. It's 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 joyful. It's kind of fun. There's usually a funny answer that you can slip in there that gets, you know, gets them laughing. Yeah.
0: And the kids are really honest, too, when you say, what do you wish your parents knew about you? You know, they just want to be treated like they're unique or they're not their siblings or that they're special in their own way. and when they get to say it to a teacher and then the teacher facilitates that conversation to the parents, I think it really helps the parents listen and think, oh, I didn't really realize that middle schoolers thought like this or high schoolers were thinking about this.
1: Yeah, and it takes only a little bit of prep ahead of time. Another thing I like to do that takes a tiny bit of prep ahead of time is to take some pictures in class before back to school night. So if they're doing, especially if they're doing like group work or something up and out and, and fun, snag a couple pictures and put those in your your slideshow parents love to see that
0: yeah when you were talking about going over your curriculum i think it tells like you know it's difference between showing and telling when Mm -hmm. you can show a picture of kids doing science labs or kids doing different projects yeah and that's what they can look forward to i think that that is a much better way to communicate to parents what's going to happen in your class that year just those photos
1: totally and if if they're of years past, that's great too, you know, if you don't have the time to do that. But if it's of their kids, they get really, really excited to see it's like seeing their child in the wild, you yeah, know. For sure. Yeah.
0: And you know, when when you have the parents in the room, when you're thinking of more things that you should do, you can kind of treat it like a little lesson. You can have a little bit of a do now. Maybe the do now is to fill out that Google form. Totally. Maybe the do now is to fill out their own parent contact of when they would like to be contacted and how mm-hmm. and you know when they see you be a teacher after they've heard the kind of teacher you are from their kid every time they're getting in the car or they arrive home from the bus they're like oh my gosh mrs Blythe's class was so hard today <laughs> and the parents are sitting there and they're like she made us do homework like right away i'm back <laughs> she to runs school a and tight and ship she runs a tight <laughs> ship all of that plays into building the relationship and that's what Back to School Nights all about.
1: It really does. I totally agree. And then I think another logistical thing I like to do because we do have all these big lofty goals of establishing relationships and creating this good environment. And also, there's a lot of moving pieces and you're you're doing your best while people are coming in and out and you've taught all day and it's exhausting. And so another just kind of easy go-to I like to have in my back pocket is to print my slideshow, just maybe a couple of slides on each page and have that somewhere handy so that if someone comes in late, I can just hand that to them and it feels like they don't miss anything. Or if someone has more questions or maybe you ran over and you didn't get to finish, you can just pass them out. You can have your contact info on there and it's just another thing to make the night go a little more smoothly. And also you look super prepared.
0: There's always the parent that's late. Always. Or that read the schedule (laughs) wrong, just like their kid did too. And then they come in the wrong block. Or they come right at the end of the night and Mm -hmm. they're saying, what did I miss? What did I miss? If you can just hand them those slides, talk quickly about how to contact you. Like you said, it just helps you stay more organized and just do a better job. Again, communicating to the families about what the expectations and norms are. Totally. All right. We've talked about why. We've talked about what to do. Yes. Let's talk about some things to avoid.
1: Yes. I think there's fear of these, which is good.
0: Right, because it's not like we're saying back to school night in any respect is bad, but you don't want to walk away with a bad experience just because you made a few mistakes.
1: Right, especially if you're a newer teacher or it's a new school and you don't maybe know the culture or the vibe as well yet. And I think one, we sort of already mentioned this, but I really don't think you should get too specific on your curriculum. That's not the point. You can have a syllabus handy, but if you're going through the specific learning targets and objectives of units you've gone too far you've probably lost them if someone does have questions at that level you can set up a separate meeting but i don't think back to school night is the place for that
0: right the same thing let's say that the the parents are rotating from classroom to classroom they don't want it to do the same icebreaker activity every single time that they might have just done before yes so try to make you know if they're going to different classrooms try to make yours the one that's slightly different
1: i love that and I would, it depends on how much time you have, but maybe even avoid icebreakers yeah. altogether if you don't have a lot of time, because chances are many of these parents know each other from being in school for years with their kids.
0: Right. The same back to school night with the same people, every grade level right. year after year, they know each other pretty well.
1: Exactly. And so, you know, and like we said, what to do, they want to know us, they want to know the room, etc. So... You know, maybe you want to do a quick whip around or something like that. Or if you have a long time and you need a time filler, that's fine. But if you're running a pretty quick schedule, I would actually avoid icebreakers and certainly avoid long ones.
0: Right. Spend more time showing pictures of what the kids are doing in the room. Yeah. That's another thing. Let's say that you, you don't want to finish early. You know, if you have a 10-minute <laughs> chunk or a 20-minute chunk, we naturally do this where if you finish early and you've got a room full of learners there, you just say, all right. So... Are there any questions? Uh-huh. The questions are super well intentioned, but I think sometimes when you open it up for questions, you can kind of corner yourself into letting the families kind of dictate where the conversation is going to go.
1: Agreed. I, I actually, I personally would say that's a don't. I don't do a QA during back to school night. And it's not anything malicious, it's not that I don't want to take their questions, it's that. Inevitably, there's a parent who kind of hijacks the conversation and it becomes very specific about their child, which, like you said, is well-intentioned, but that's not the place. And so I would err on the side of planning more than the time you have. And if you run out of time, you can always go back and expand on something else that you hadn't really talked about.
0: Right. Those specific parents who have those questions, they'll find a way to ask you. Either they'll stay afterwards and you can talk to them privately or they'll send you an email. But if you open it up to questions in the middle of the whole forum, they might ask a question that's just about that one specific child or it's about a curriculum thing or it's about placement. Right. And... Like you said, you don't want them to start to steer the conversation towards something that you can't really control.
1: Yeah, and then have all the other families walk out of the room with a different taste in their mouth than it could have been. So that's a don't for me. I love questions. I put that on the Google form. I put that on my half sheet. Are there any questions you have for me right now? Share my email. But just asking them verbally during back to school night, you know, It can go south.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to them after the parents have left the room. Like when the main group has left the room, that's the best time where you can give, you know, one-on-one targeted support and you can answer their specific question. Yeah. Same way. Don't under plan. Yes. Just over plan. You know, if you have a, cause you're going to talk fast, you're going to be a little bit nervous. You're going to talk fast. If you have 10 minutes, if you have 15 minutes, fill that time over plan knowing that it's much better to be overplanned and then not finish than it is to be underplanned and have parents say, oh, well, I guess now what?
1: Right. And an easy way, I think, to overplan is have have your slideshow, do the things you want to do. And then at the end, just have a couple extra slides with, again, I like to do pictures from the year prior of the really big hits in your classroom. So the big projects, the big, you know, if you have any field trips or, or you know, days off campus, whatever, have those pictures. And then you can say, hey, looking forward for the rest of the year, here are some really cool things that your child is going to do. And you can just sort of wax poetic on those things. And it's still engaging. It's still important. And it fills the time (laughs) when you need to fill the time.
0: I would say the number one thing that you should do is make sure that the parents are happy leaving their interaction with you. Yeah. You know, make them excited for the school year. Make the kids excited for the school year through the parents. And, you know, just just impress. Be your best self in that moment.
1: Yeah. I think if they like you and they see that you are put together and organized there's you really start to establish that trust and when there's trust between the parent and the teacher everything's gonna be better for everyone especially if you have any moments where things can get a little tricky if that trust is there it's gonna be so much easier to navigate
0: that's a great point yeah if you need to you know it's kind of like deposits in the bank you want to make as many deposits on back-to-school night as you can so if you have to make a withdrawal later because you have to kind of send that critical email or if you have to get on the phone with a kid, if they had a great experience with you and back to school night, it's just gonna facilitate, it's gonna make that conversation, and that facilitation that much better.
1: That's a great point. You're such a teacher. I love, you come up with the best metaphors.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm just, I'm I'm making it up here, I'm, I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> so back to school night, It's it's upon us, it's that season. I think some teachers have probably already had it at this point and I hope it went really, really well. And I'm excited for mine.
0: Yeah, no, we got them coming up this week. Yeah. All right, anything else?
1: I think that's it. Let us know if you have any awesome pointers from back to school night. We'd love to hear them. And uh, good luck with the school year.
0: Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to School Bridge.
1: Bye.